Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone that's joining through with us live. Hope everyone can hear me just fine. Welcome to the relaunch of Let's Talk FGC. It's been a long time coming. I'm really excited. Um, for everyone that's tuning in live, uh, welcome. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a, uh, an awesome times evening. Today is the relaunch. As you can see, we've got a brand new awesome little skin. So just in mind me while I get used to things and um, get used to the new aesthetic. But it is really looking super, super rad. Thanks to especially someone who helped me out with this. It's been really, really, really awesome sorting this out and setting it up, as you can see. Um, yeah, I don't know what my chat's doing there, but <laughs> looks like it's bringing up it live and then it still pops it up there. We'll figure these things out. But yeah, if you guys haven't joined in before, this is Let's Talk FGC. I am Shalzable and I'll be your host for the evening. Today is a podcast show about finding out more about members from our community, the fighting game community specifically. It's a Q&A between me and the guest, and the guest today is AK Slay. So it's a somewhat deep dive between what the FGC might not know about them and their views and some interesting to topics along the way. So if you haven't seen my stupid little nightbot in the chat who's been <laughs> being overly aggressive, there are some little things that you can use for him in chat. Number one is just use hash, um, exclamation mark socials and it'll give you a link to all the platforms you need. I'll drop that again later, but if you go exclamation mark socials, it'll bring you everything you need to follow me. That's my Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, the whole toot. You will find it there. So today's guest is Africa's self-proclaimed Titan of Africa in Mortal Kombat. Um, the man who runs Titan Africa, Battle of Thrones, an all-round community host, and FGC Africa admin who helped out on the likes of CGL, Kana Africa series. He needs no introduction. AK Slay, Avesh, Maga, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Shells. And it's an honor and privilege to be on your show today, Shells. It's been about 10 months or so. Yeah. Since the last podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple, it's been a couple months, you know, life things, you know, I had a lot of work on. We had the CGL series going on. We had the Combat Africa series. We had so much going on. There was very little time for me to focus on the podcast, and it was getting a, a facelift over the, the time. As you can see now, um, it looks absolutely epic, epic, epic. Um, so yeah, time got ahead of me, but here we are. So, um, before we get into the nitty gritty, okay, let's um, you know let's let me tell the people how I first met you, and it's a little story. Here I am, it's a random Thursday evening, and I'm looking for games to improve, and I'm getting invited to a new WhatsApp group for Mortal, for Mortal Kombat players um, called Fight Club. Oh, yeah, Fight Club. I dropped, you, I dropped a message within minutes. I'm in a King of the Hill with you and some other sparring partners. Uh, we had, I think, I think we'd never spoken before this time. But, you know, I was very thank You were very thankful I'd showed up. You're like, oh, Schultz, thanks for coming to join. Hope you're having a good time. You know, all of this we were doing on the mark. We were la laughing like we were long lost, long lost friends, you know. And you just have the most welcome nature. And it's a big reason as to why the community goes to such events like Titan of Africa and Battle of Thrones. So do you, I mean, do you remember that night? I don't, you mean you were having... Yeah. Yeah. I remember that time there. Because I haven't met you before, I think that was the first time we began uh, speaking. And yeah, it was also like a very welcoming and warm uh, side of you. So it was easy to chat to you. No, it was, yeah. hey, my man. <laughs> For sure. So, um, you know, you know the structure. This is the first to 10 Q&A. We got first, our first first to five. We're going to see how you do. And we've got a couple things in between it. And uh, we, got, we ended off with something special at the end. So I'm going to go, <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, I'm going to get you straight into it. So I want to know about your intro into the FGC and, you know, competitive, competitive fighting games mainly. So mm -hmm. tell me where your roots are. Where do you come from? What is it? What made you fall in love with this fighting games? Okay. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, welcome to the viewers as well. Uh, don't forget to check out Shelzable's, uh, Twitter and YouTube, give him a like, sub and follow, etc. 
Uh, yeah, let me take you back into the past then, Charles. It's going to be a long one. Are you ready to go back? Way <laughs> I'm back? ready. Take me back in that time machine, my man. Take me back. Okay, yeah. I think I started gaming when I was about maybe five or six years old. That was way back in 1984. So I grew up in a suburb uh, called Phoenix in Durban, yeah. South Africa is where I'm at. Yeah. On the High Chaparral side. <laughs> uh, so that is where <laughs> I first uh, found arcade machines in a nearby shop. I think a couple of the friends from the flats, uh, we decided to go uh, shop at the early age, I think five or six, that was it, yeah, when I was in um, nursery school that time. And then I saw these two games, I can remember clearly the first two games I've ever seen on an arcade machine. It was Bomb Jack. That was like a single screen type of game. Yeah. And next to it was Double Dragon. Double Dragon. A, yeah. That was a motion type of uh, moving fighting. Yeah, I've played it. I've game. played it. It's great. Yeah. That takes me back to uh, the nostalgic memories of that. So, yeah, with Double Dragon, um, I think that's where I started liking fighting games from that instant because I didn't like the single type uh screen game where you just jump around or eat those dots like Pac-Man and stuff. Yeah. I took a lighting to uh, Double Dragon and then I said I need to complete these games because I've seen other people doing it and the use of weapons like whoops and kicks, punches, jump kicks and uh, hmm, hmm, you know the elbows when you press two buttons, combination <laughs> yeah. of buttons and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So but- we... What we call it was clearing the game in our uh, lingo. That means conquering the game or completing the game, yeah. but with one coin. One so coin. eventually, one coin. And back then in the days, it was 20 cents a credit. Okay. That's when I started playing games. Yeah, way back. <laughs> 20 cents. Time. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I eventually completed the game. Um... From there, I can't remember much about that because we moved house to the new Phoenix side and there were a lot of tuck shops and small takeaways and shops around the suburb. So me and my brother, like after school or so, we would have visited uh, different shops and at least a minimum of two games they were at each shop. So... Uh, yeah, on weekends and stuff, we used to go uh, just to different game shops, they call it, and uh, play our games at that time. I haven't found a good game like Double Dragon at that point in time. You know, they've, remade, you know they've remade Double Dragon into a VR game now. Like They've, they've got a VR like version of the mm-hmm. game now where you can play with your mates and stuff. I haven't heard of that. Huh? Uh, I'll, I'll find <laughs> the link for you later Dragon and I'll send it to you. You'll be blown away. Stuff. Yeah, let's check it out because that was the first memory of of my first arcade game. So from, yes. from Double Dragon, what was the next big fighter for you? The next big fighter was um, we used to go with the parents shopping and stuff. And in one of the shopping complexes or small malls, shopping centers, you would call it, they had a, free, uh, a full, full arcade shop there. I think there was about six arcade games there. And that's where I saw Donkey Kong. Uh, I think it was Yeah, Kung Fu, and Zodiac, and Kuri Kinton. Kuri Kinton. was like <laughs> Kuri Kinton, Yeah, it was <laughs> one of like a, like a fighting game with some special moves as well. Yeah. But I think like the first day that I played in that game shop, um, I was so anxious whilst playing Donkey Kong. Like I think I I died in about a few. Uh, seconds or a minute or something and, and my throat became parched like next time I said I'm going to carry a bottle of water and so true the next time I carried a tiny bottle of water and I put it in my shoe because I didn't have any pants pockets at that time or shorts <laughs> pockets when I came back the next time yeah at least I had a bottle of water to quench my thirst and I think it was one or two coins that we had max those days I think we figured but out meanwhile, I think we figured out your secret there, there yeah. okay uh, the secret the of next the water in my the water in the sock shoe. Yeah, I've got, I've got to get like little bottles. My next tournament I play, I'm going to use the AK Slade trick and just pop a little water bottle in my sock. <laughs> I think I was so anxious and like, you know, wanting to play this game and 
go a bit far because I've seen other people play it and doing well. And I got anxious and my throat became parched and stuff. But little did I know, the next time I came there, I saw a tap on the side. I saw a pool table as well. But this I did not notice at the first time because I was so glued onto, you know, this machine arcade games and nothing else mattered but looking at those games and being in awe yeah. and struck about these games. So there and was actually near a tap in. Another games, some other games and a pool table, but no, I didn't look at all that. That was the addiction, I think, from the start. Yeah, you see, there was something, I, you know, I, f- I completely relate when I was younger and I first, I, I actually posted a picture on my personal Instagram a little while ago. My mom sent me a photo of the first time I played Sega because my first Mortal Kombat was on the Sega Genesis. I think it was Ultimate mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 3. It was that and Sonic. Those were kind of like my two paired games, um, like as a kid. And I just remember being like, so like, wow and so like lost in the world like now obviously today graphics and stuff are like way ahead of its time but then it was like your imagination just was so enveloped you were like in that world mm-hmm. I mean that's at least how I was uh, 100% yeah you're in the world alone and you can do whatever you want yeah. and not get killed in real life but that's your, like your, your fantasy is there and you take control of everything in nice. a different dimension <laughs> So that was, you know, that was that gen. So what was the jump? What was the jump over? Where did you, when did you go to current gen? Did you start on Mortal Kombat 9, Injustice, Tekken? Where did you go to from, you know, the arcade games? Yeah, but I must tell you what the first, the, 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 the main part is when I truly was mesmerized by uh, one of the games. The one day we were walking through the same shopping uh, center. And I heard the sound, Haruken, and only you can, Oshori you can. <laughs> and I was amazed, and I headed down to that game, and I saw these characters, you know? Yeah. Only about their special moves, like spinning round kick and Harukens and only you cans, Shori you cans. So I was amazed by that audio, the visuals, the special moves, and everything. And I said, yeah, I gotta conquer this game with one coin. And yeah, then I became. The best I could be at that game. Uh, soon enough, later there was a shop nearby my house, which also had Street Fighter, and that I used to play. You know, played sick. So try to be the best there. Try to beat everyone uh, around me or my friends and stuff. I got like uh, so used to the game that the AI you can always trick the AI and stuff. Yeah. And it became like easy to play against the AI that. In future, I started playing for score instead of just completing the game because that was easy part. And then playing all the characters and trying to complete the game with one coin with all the characters. It's kind of like an yeah, odd uh, faith that you end up being a collector fan when he is a you know a, a one coin pony kind of thing. <laughs> one coin. <laughs> I'm then, wanting that one coin to play that one game, and I want to do well with that one coin only. <laughs> guys. Um, yeah, well, um, just a shout out to everyone that's joined us in chat. There's a couple who have come to hang out with that. Hamza, Jim Chori, Lord Slams, Bilal, AR A- Frost, and Brian. Look, thank you guys for coming. I see there's 10 of you guys in chat. Please feel free to drop your questions in chat. We will be doing a couple questions um, from chat with AK right at the end of the stream. Um, so that was the one coin thing. Now, mm-hmm. you've gone over to Street Fighter. You've, you've score attacked it broken. You've you've learned all the characters now street fighter mm-hmm. is is obviously a game i don't dabble in for me it's been always been taken brawlhalla and mortal Kombat. those have been like my ones that i've kind of always kind of dabbled in but uh mm-hmm. what was your jump over to mortal Kombat? because that's that's definitely where you where you've come to shine well, yeah, uh, let's say was... let's say the let's say the modern age of gaming the modern age uh, Mortal Kombat. yeah oh yeah just before that the the, the... I think the Mortal Kombat 1 blew me away uh, because um, I think I took I took fast to that game. And at that era, there were also the games like Primal Rage, a bunch of dinosaurs and stuff fighting. Yeah. And Play Instinct at that same time with a whole bunch of combos and, and you know, going nuts and playing this game, trying to tap all the buttons. And at those days, we didn't have, like, uh, all the character moves and lists as such because there was no internet at that time. What I used to do is go into CNA and look at the gaming magazines and try and take a pen and write down the special move. Maybe one week they'd have something about like Scorpion or so and yeah, or either steal with my eyes from other players playing that 
uh, game, maybe finding out a special move and then stealing it and putting it in my memory. And then, yeah, that's how I tried to conquer the games after that. Um, yeah, but moving along, um, I think my first um, home game was those small handheld game, handheld games, those car games and like Space Invaders type of thing. We really yeah. loved that one. Um, later on, I think they introduced the console of what's called the TV game. You know, it's like spin-offs of the arcade games, but not really the same thing. Yeah, so telly those... game stations. Telly games. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, South Africa, they never really called it Super Nintendo, but it was Super <laughs> Nintendo. That's what they should have just called it, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, from there on, um, moved on to, I think my friend had one of the PlayStation 1s, so I didn't buy that. Uh, then I owned the PlayStation 2, 3, I think the Nintendo Wii, PlayStation 4, and now the 5, yeah. You so, have, you've been an all-round gamer. You've literally just, you've gone through every gen and you've stayed a part of it and you've played all games. It's not just been fighting games, it's been all games. But my love was for the Mortal Kombat because from part one in the game shop, part two, part three, and then from part four onto all the consoles, I've owned all the Mortal Kombat games. The proper ones, I'm not talking about the Mar- uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC or so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you make from... a lot of people happy in the chat there. <laughs> <laughs> So from 1 to about 11, yeah, I've tried to own all that on console. Uh, yeah, on consoles, yeah. So Mortal Kombat was uh, my best uh, fighting game that yeah. I love to play most. That's awesome. Now look, you obviously started competing. And this is a great segue into um, the question that obviously you were big into your gaming, but you became a big community host. And in, 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 in like a very small matter of time, I mean, we obviously we all had COVID last year. We all had, not, no, we all didn't all have COVID, but we all had, we're in the pandemic. Um, you know, as someone who, because this is a segue into question two, as someone who's hosted community events, you know, what was the hardest thing um, to keep, to get people interested? Because obviously you're interested in the game, but you wanted to get the community interested. What was the hardest thing for you to keep people involved and be interested in what you were, what you were doing? Um, I think that before I started even streaming, I was nervous uh, about doing this whole thing. And it was Matt5Bio who uh, actually pushed me on uh, from the get-go. Like, I've only joined online gaming when Mortal Kombat 11 was released. That was about 2019. And that's the first time I've come online. Uh, And, you know, to meet all the guys from the community wow. and while playing, you know, casuals and combat leagues in Mortal Kombat. So the difficult part is always like to get people together. First of all, to get it, like how a businessman needs his clientele to sell his products to. You need that community of people um, in there, first of all. And I was like, not say lucky, but uh, when I first came online, I was so like happy that I, can see online friends here. I think I invited every single person that I played in Casuals or Combat League. So most of them, or 90% of them, uh, replied back to my friend request. And I made a lot of friends uh, during that time. And that was way before streaming and stuff. And when streaming came about, um, I think Don was the one that helped me set up my YouTube or so. Yeah. And at that time, like my, my net wasn't so good. So I waited a bit, tried to upgrade it. I think it was about 10 megs download is when I started uh, the streaming and from there whilst playing like um, combat league and stuff I was invited by um, SNK Saitama the Dr. Mishak so he invited me to this wonderful group called uh, Fight Club yeah. and I think we had about 20 or 25 members only max in that WhatsApp group so from there um, I, I basically started to stream on a, on a small scale there but it was more of just trying to organize uh, um, people to play competitively as in like combat league, but between a group of friends, like in Fight Club. So I made up this thing uh, where you have four players in a team, give yourselves a name. And there was about six groups of four at that time. And that was played all off stream where I kept score and did admin and stuff. That was some uh, hectic work at that time uh, without even streaming. From there, we moved on to like, um, I think it was uh, Bloodspot, 
where I started streaming and then we moved on to um, I think General Yaga uh, was a Scorpion fan uh, getting the guys excited about uh, Scorpion and we held a Scorpion tournament which included about 34 guys yeah um, I played in that oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so that was quite good like I was always nervous to like commentate and stuff but somehow or the other I just like got into it uh, like I said pushed by Matt Fire Bio and then I think the first time I was on stream is with Kida Ribbon, uh, somewhere around there when we posted the Battle of the Thrones uh, series, and that was quite lit at that time. Yeah, that was a long one. We had Para involved. Yeah, that one's a real long <laughs> we had para one. Involved, isn't it? Yeah, that was quite a long one. I know there was a lot of people involved in that as well, where we had like about nine realms, like Earth Realm, Nether Realm, Chaos Realm, and etc. Yeah. We have six people in each realm, and end of the day, the top two will get chosen to fight in the the big one, uh, the finals, where we'd have prizes sponsored by the community as well. And yeah, that was, I think, the big breakthrough. And since that time, the, the Fight Club members, I think from about 20, 30 or something, grew to over 100 or so, because that was a way to attract people. Maybe uh, try to host your own competition within the community uh, just yeah. as how like overseas does it but you know, on a smaller scale but the main thing is to get people together and yeah get yeah. them playing that's, that's, what, that's what comes across with me AK was that every single event you did you just did it I think that was the big that maybe that you're saying with Matt Favre was the push for you you know I always thought you know what do you need to do to get all started and you're a true testament you're a true testament of it just do it mm. You know, people will come. <laughs> and yeah, that's a great segue into um, the fourth question. So I'm going to jump onto that one and go back to the third. So I'm going to call this one the third question is, what is your advice to people, to new players coming into competing and content creation that you like that you do? What is your, your top number one tip? Like you just said now, just previously to this, <laughs> just do it. Just, yeah. Just do it. Just yeah. get into it. Because when I first started, like if you're talking about the competing part of it, I didn't know much on on the Mortal Kombat game itself. I just wanted to get online and play casuals and play casuals. I didn't know anything about like frame data or whatever it is. I just wanted to enjoy myself because I enjoyed the game. Yeah. My muscle memory was terrible. It took me at least six months to get a combo right, if I'm being uh, honest, because uh, like that time I owned uh, MK nine and ten whatever but i haven't played competitively as i started now in Mortal Kombat uh 11 because there was no need just versing my brother or my son or so uh there was no need to like do too much <laughs> yeah so at 11 like I, I started so yeah the guys who want to compete just just do it yeah uh, get on uh firstly to maybe a group like fgc africa Titans of africa fight club where we learn and share um, stuff that we go through and you know um, just uh, become familiar with people sometimes like when we don't associate with people we'll feel the terrible people in the combat league like you know how we see these this guy is toxic that guy is toxic <laughs> until he's into the group yeah. and then we know about more about his personality or, or character or his background or culture or something and become friends that's how we grow like you know from that parts and the content creation yeah i did have a little help or lots of help from other guys like when i've seen in africa the fgc community fgc africa uh you guys in the fgc africa admin uh that was the first big group um taking care of african players and putting on um streams there and then another one of them was charlie wolf who streams on the pc and the playstation uh, so I looked up to guys like that uh, and Mr. Make a Smile and stuff. And a lot of help was given from these guys. Just ask and you'll get the help. And then it's not so difficult to stream. Um, I'm sure if you want to do it, and I encourage you to do it, to get uh, you know more faces onto the community of Africa to show the world uh, the broader picture. The more, the merrier. Yeah. And well, you make noise, it can be heard. 100%. Yeah, I think that that's a, that's a big testament as to what the FGC is all about. It is all about community because, you know, it is a one-to-one -one 
game and it's it's not like you know MOBAs or RPGs or story games you know fighting games are so niche that you know having a good community is what it's all about and I think that's a good segue once again into the next question which is toxicity in the community is obviously there but how do you feel about FGC in Africa in its current state and you know what are you doing to improve it now I know that you have got probably one of the most trademarked terms that literally circles through every chat that goes if it be uh, you know Titans of Africa Charlie Wolf Gaming if it be FGC Africa if it be anyone streaming someone will say it let's go mm-hmm. let's grow it, it <laughs> tell me it's not said what is your you yeah. know what is your current state of the FGC Africa and what do you think that that mindset can push towards into it I think the FGC, the fighting game community in Africa has grown tremendously from the time I've started because, like I said, I only started in MK11 days. I've seen parts of FGC Africa uh, streams from the MKX days. And yeah, it's definitely grown tremendously because now I've seen, whilst working with uh, you guys in the FGC Africa as well, uh, we've seen the CGL uh, being hosted by African guys, the Khan of Africa, obviously, from our side. Um, and uh, I think there was Metal State as well. We've seen even um, Destroyer, Aquaman, and Uchalebo as well in commentary. Yeah, we've got uh, commentary the Coliseum, on the Africa scene. The, the Coliseum, Coliseum coming soon, is coming yeah. soon or something coming, like that. I'm yeah, hearing. Um, no, I'm not hearing. I've seen it on, yeah. on the uh, groups as well. You guys go and register for that as well. And yeah, um, for me, um, I try to, on my, my stream on the Titans of Africa, I try to keep the game alive, like to try to make different type of uh, content or events there. I observe the chat groups and see what they are talking about. Sometimes these guys might be um, talking about something like a character, Sub-Zero, something about and then there might be about two or three or four guys jumping in and talking about it, a bit of banter and stuff. And then I say, um, why don't you guys just have a Sub-Zero exhibition? And from that, I grew to about five or six exhibitions with mirror matches and like what the guys want. And then sometimes on my show, I try to switch it up with different things like the first to seven, which I started, uh, like that's a pure 1v1. And then obviously there's vouchers involved there for winners. Um, And then six-man tournaments and the first to ten cot wins like we have about four or five players playing in a cot um and the winner that reaches the ten wins yeah so i try to switch it up and you know make it more uh different just rather than the one v one or the um yeah mostly it's the one v one type of thing so i try to switch it up and uh be more creative about it well, that's. I think that's 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 a true testament as to you know your your thoughts on the current state because you're basically saying you're just trying to switch it up. You're just trying to be different. You're trying to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what everyone's kind of doing. Hey, it's just trying to be a part of it. Um, we're about to go into. So we're like, trying to keep the game alive and yeah, stuff. And all like, like, just, yeah, just just being a part, you know. So we're going into question five, which is, is which is personally my favorite question. It can it can be a long or short question for some. I mean, my mine's always usually pretty standard, but. Um, question five on the first half of the first five is where does the gamer tag AK underscore slay three 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 come from? Yeah. I loved rap music from the nineties or so. Yeah. And yeah, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and stuff like that. And then you know you used to have these other DJs like uh DJ Drama King and uh Stuff like that. There's one DJ called. Uh, he used to say it like this: DJ K Slay. And I thought, hey, maybe I can just put an A in the front of that and make it A K Slay because my name and my surname is Avesh Kuar, and the Slay. So it just uh, sounds good. The K and Slay, right? Yes. And then the three 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 part comes from uh, my favorite number, and maybe my OCD with the three three threes. So there's three threes better than one three. So I just stuck with that. So AK Slay 333. That's how it came about. 
awesome. That's awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> That's why he's spitting lines, says Sanazuki in the chat. You're always going, <laughs> they're always wondering why you're busy rapping in the, <laughs> in the conversations most of the time. Um, we had a question, yeah. actually, at the end of this first of half, we had a, we had a, um, a question from Bilal, so we'll answer that halfway, which was, when we were talking about your consoles, he asked, which, uh, let me, I think I've got a chap. Uh, what is your favorite console and why? Obviously now it's going to be the PlayStation 5 uh, because of the load times and the controller feels the best from all the previous ones I've had. Much more responsive, etc. Feels much more hardy. The buttons are not getting soft, etc. But I think my best one would have been before this as well, uh, the PlayStation 3, because they have they had that that move gears that uh, um, you know it's wireless with the camera, yeah, yeah. you could play some sports with it, and the sports were quite realistic. It was I was quite a sports enthusiastic uh, in my early days, uh, playing volleyball and table tennis and stuff like that. So they had the volleyball game, they had the table tennis game, and you could actually <clears throat> you know switch your stance, turn your wrist, and it was very responsive to the uh, animation or so on the actual screen. Okay. And you could like do the real stuff that you could do while playing the, the, the actual spot. So I love the PlayStation 3. Um, that was like one of my favorites. Yeah. Because of the move, especially as well. Nice. Awesome. Well, that brings us halfway um, into our Q&A today, guys. Um, if you haven't yet, um, you can obviously see our socials. Mine are all below me here. I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube, I'm on Twitch, and all AK's handles are also below him. You can catch him on Twitter at AK underscore Slave333, and YouTube at AK underscore, sorry, Space. No? AK underscore Slay Space333. <laughs> we'll get it. The space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, here we got a two, quickle, twick, uh, two quick bonus fire questions for you. First question is, if you could close one fast food chain due to its disgusting food, what would you pick? Um, I think uh, now I'd pick KFC because uh, the quality of KFC back in the days where that was the best uh, fast food or rest, uh, fast food in those days, I can remember clearly where we used to have a bucket of KFC with some butter bread and that smell and that taste was awesome. Nowadays, when you go even through the drive-through, it's taking like more than ten minutes just to prepare uh, a crusty old <laughs> burger. Sometimes, you know, it's not as good as those days. The recipe is different. The quality is not as good as before. So, I don't enjoy that because it was so famous and so tasty before, and now it's the opposite. So, I think I close that. Okay, so KFC is getting closed, guys. Sorry. <laughs> all right, and then next next one would be, if you had all the money in the world, what would be the first item you buy? What's the first thing you buy? Ish. Yeah, even with all the money in the world, you cannot buy happiness. That is what I want to be uh, for the rest of my life. Um, but if... It had to be a material thing. Yo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a quite difficult yeah, question. Yeah, just give one thing. It's got to be something you want. I don't feel like a need for material stuff. Okay. I think I'll just ask my son what he wants. So oh, just give it to him. What a great answer. What a great answer. Guys, if you guys have obviously seen the plugs, obviously, once again, feel free to um, drop your questions in chat. After the next five questions, I will be looking at chat again to have a look at the questions. And once again, thank you guys for joining us. Um, <laughs> Stabs in the chat says you can't buy skill. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vanal says, wow, best dad. Guys, thank you so much for dropping your comments and hanging out with us today. Um, I really appreciate you guys coming through for the debut of the new season of Let's Talk FGC. Um, and obviously, you know who I'm joined by. You know, the man needs no introduction. He is a legend in our community now and so, so, somewhat of a FGC dad in the terms of he just keeps everyone together. He's always engaging us. He's always keeping everyone happy. Um, and if you haven't yet, 
go and follow him and get involved in the things that he involves you in because you won't regret it. Going on to the next question, you know, being a dad and life in general, this is where things get deep, guys. Life is hard. Life isn't easy. And, you know, a lot of people use Mortal Kombat as an escape. And, you know, some of our community members try to stay sober, um, which is a secret that you live by. Um, so you've been sober for a couple years, and I want to know how has FGC and this community helped you with that? Yeah, way before the trick of staying sober is through God, you know. Uh, there's one that has all power and that one is God. So that's, I don't know if I told most of you guys, but some of the guys know that I had been through a terrible point in my life a couple of years ago. I've been through the pits of hell, like Scorpion over there. Yeah. Uh, but that was like literally and uh, maybe maybe emotionally scarred at that point in life uh, where I lost many things, uh, marriages and uh, a marriage, not marriages, my house, my, my car. And the number one thing to lose or the worst thing to lose was your sanity. And then, yeah, I became insane, turned to uh, like drugs and alcohol um, as my scapegoat because I didn't want to feel the emotional pain and trauma uh, of, you know, thoughts of the past and stuff. Yeah, there was some parts of my personal life that went down there. And yeah, uh, the only thing that I could turn to was God, like, and with some intervention, uh, like begging and pleading to God. Uh, I mean, I was like, like a hobo at one point, you know, like not to say anything bad about the hobos or anything, but I was like that at one point in my life, lost everything and like financial crisis. I thought I'd never get out of the situation. Mm. I needed drugs and alcohol to survive to be normal because I couldn't feel normal and that's when addiction took me fast and downhill fast and yeah with some intervention with my help of my family and stuff I was uh, gone through here for a couple of months yeah and from there that was where like I had to find God and learn the spiritual way of life because there's always something at the back of your conscience of mind that you haven't worked out maybe in your past uh, that always nibbles at you at some point or other and that's why you turn to maybe the unnatural things maybe alcohol and drugs to keep you uh feeling good about yourself but if you keep blocking out the things of the past or something and don't work with it at this moment then you'll always fall or look forward to something that can make you feel well other than just life itself that makes you feel well you take something uh mind altering or something like that to make you feel well but there's nothing wrong about with alcohol or maybe some of the drugs that are legal. Uh, but in my case, it wasn't, and I can't help. I can't handle it. Uh, I cannot control it. It takes control of me. So yeah, that was my personal experience in that part. And for the part two of the question, uh, gaming obviously definitely uh, definitely helps me in that I can stay safe at home because once I uh, try to stop alcohol and drugs whilst I'm in recovery now, maybe about three years, should be end of the month, I'll be three years, uh, my sobriety and drug free. Um, so, you know, going out with friends and stuff like that, uh, and the places that remind you of, of, of the drugs or alcohol and stuff, I, I try to stay away from those things now. So better yet is to just stay at home, uh, spend time with the family, and play your games from the comfort of your own home. No, yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, look, uh, okay, it's it's wonderful for you to be so open and honest about it and and share that with us. I really appreciate that. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, there's so much love in the chat right now. It's just, it's warming my heart. Everyone's just sending you so much love and just saying how thankful they are for you. And yeah, they they're right. You are spitting the truth. It's just you know you you find something, you find power higher than you and you you've obviously found that and I'm, I'm really glad that you found comfort in that and you were able to find a way 
And yeah, yeah, just mad love. Only a true master says, uh, says get a reward. Um, but lots of people just saying they can't thank you enough. Yeah, man, just we love you, AK love says Panda Bear. Yeah, that's just that's just that's just awesome. I just love open and honesty, and you know, you know, everyone knows that about you, and you're just so strong. You're the, one of mm-hmm. the strongest players I've ever played, and now you're one of the strongest people I know. That's just that's just that's just awesome, dude. Because um, many, many of the times, like some people feel afraid or not man enough that they can't share their secrets or, or, or to say they fell or something. But yeah. everyone's human. Like you have to make the mistake sometimes or they have the experience to, to go down that hill. You cannot hear from another person. So you have to experience for, for yourself. And then I experienced it for myself and went down that hill. And yeah, not shy to admit that I fell. But when you fall, you can always get up. 100%. Um, you know, that's, yeah, I've, you know, there's nothing more I can say about that. That is, you know, I think what you've also said there is being so open and being able to build yourself back up is, um, something that's special about our community. Um, and there's something some communities don't have is that a lot of us actually tend to, you know, big each other up and say, oh, you can do this. You can come to it. And I think now with you being open like that, people are going to, you know, if they need, you know, someone to speak to they might end up just turning to you and that's and that's that's a wonderful inspiring thing to have um yeah and yeah and talking about people in our community you know this is this is going to take us a little off topic and that's fine because we've obviously got a couple other things to discuss but african players are all inspiring for me and that's why let's let's talk fgc came to be was because i wanted to speak to african players like yourself that inspire our community you know from different walks of life i mean we've got doctors we've got you know people in varsity we've got people working in it we've got people from all walks of life um that have come together and have just proven that together we can just play games and have a good time um, and, and build each other up and look out for each other but in terms of your I know the African players are great. Who is your number one fave African player at the moment? At the moment, it has to be uh, Bilal, a.k.a. Bob Grant Hill, a.k.a. what I call him, the BGH movement. (laughs) The BGH Um, movement. The BGH movement, yeah. Uh, That's Bilal from Kenya. so, yeah, he is my favorite to watch because I, from the start, uh, uh, when I became friends with him, um, I used to see him on the stream and play against him and stuff. And I, all I saw was growth from him. But that's a lot about these guys from Kenya. I'm not discriminating on something countries, but I think the majority of the great players, I'm talking about MK11 here, uh, came from Kenya. I think I played about five of them, and all five were like terribly good. They always want to do the flawless blocking and, and learn every character how to block the strings. And yeah, so Bilal was one of my favorite to watch from them days. I remember clearly, um, like he seemed like a shy type of person. Sometimes he would lose in some of the uh, tournaments or so, and then he would leave Mortal Kombat for one or two months or so. I think got salty or, or just needed a break or something but every time he came back it was stronger and stronger and like the reason why I like him because I've heard of the, the, the obviously the, the, the pro guys like Mr. 5000 TB Killjoy and, and the rest of it uh, but this was an underdog and, and, and that's what I like I like people to come you know like from from the bottom and just just, just come and grow and grow and grow and, and that inspires me um, so while playing Bilal and stuff, I would just see him playing like on an average type of player as me. He would play average and he'd still win. Then when he goes onto the, the more pro player, then he'd start playing like them and doing the flawless blocks and stuff. So like he 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 hits you uh, with with your level. Like what you can do, he can do like better or so. So watching him play and growing from the start. And even being that humble person that he is, because I know, I do remember speaking to him on one of the uh, cuts that one of the events that we organized, 
it was a cut where uh, I had like about four or five guys, different guys from the group streaming. Uh, I think it was a four-man or five-man cut simultaneously. Yeah. And then the top five or, or top uh, winner from all those will come into another cut, which me and Kida again hosted um, to get a final winner like that. And I remember clearly Pilar was on the mic at that time. And then, yeah, that's our first heard his voice and yeah, from then on we became friends he helped me a lot as well in my uh, gameplay as well yeah. always willing to help easy to uh, speak to and yeah obviously a great player that as well fantastic now you know I love that I mean I've definitely got players like that that I've seen in the scene that have also inspired me and you see that's the craziest thing about our community is people do latch on to other players and they go man that guy's inspiring me oh wow, I never would have done it that way I'm going to do it that way oh I must chat with him you know, I'm going to carry on going. Um, but yeah, that's and, awesome to hear. And, and more, more, more why I become, uh, I like him as a friend is because he beats me with his own, uh, with my own character. Yeah. <laughs> I beat you the collection. That should be, that should, I should despise him for that. But uh, yeah, it only attracts me to uh, see, uh, let me learn something more because you can play this character better than me. And I was one of the few characters, I mean, persons playing this uh, character that I play character, you know. Yeah. But uh so he inspires me more and yeah that's so. awesome well i'm gonna leave you just on the african player because that was just well way too well said so talking about people inspiring you know i've got a lot of we got a lot of dads in the scene at the moment especially you know in the fgc africa admin scene you're a dad brian's a dad charlie's a dad we um i'm gonna be a dad for the chat nice, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my wife is 16 weeks pregnant, 15 weeks pregnant. Nice. So I'm really excited. To Thanks, my man. Yeah, no, super, super excited. Um, yeah, we gotta, we're got we finding out what we're having soon. And yeah, I'm excited to be an FGC dad. Join the, join yes. <laughs> join the FGC Best dad crew. Yeah. Um, having a small boy, you know, you've got your little boy. You are a family man, first and foremost, now. Um, yes. and you've made that evident with all of our meetings that we've, you know, that we've had along the way, you know, all the FGC Africa meetings when you were still involved with us doing CGL and, you know, the Kana Africa series, you know, how did you find a balance with your passion? You know, you're hosting events and competing in FGC, you know, and working. What was your, where did you find your balance? Um, yeah, yeah. First of all, my, my son is about nine years. Maybe 10 in a couple of weeks' time, and I love him to bits. Yeah, like you said, family man first. Uh, there's nothing bigger than uh, my son, I feel. Uh, I love him to bits, like I said. Um, it was a bit difficult at the beginning when raising a, a young baby like that, but soon enough, like I do live with my mom and dad again, so um, I'm grateful that they are still here and take care of him as well. Um, my son now has become more independent as well. Yeah. So, not much that I have to do uh, for him. Like he does his homework, he's excelling in school. He loves his gaming, and that's where I played um, most of my Mortal Kombat. Him, he was like my training partner. Someone <laughs> to play with, uh, like I think offline. Ten's a little Ten's a little young for Mortal Kombat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'd rather just. Let's see what happens with yeah. the freedom of, you know, sometimes uh, you keep like a bad thing Look, away from we, someone. Yeah, we will. get that bad thing. I was playing Mortal Kombat <laughs> when I was like six, mate. So I'm not even going to even try and <laughs> tell you anything. I was doing it. So, of course, yeah, you got to see how it goes. Yeah, it's not so bad because, I mean, there's other things in the world. Also, like movies and stuff. They also have brutal stuff there. And it's better that the child learns from the start, like, to... Um, yeah, learn about something, not just block it or so. Yeah. So, yeah, for the competing part of it, it's not too bad. Like I said, my mom takes care of him sometimes. And I only stream maybe once a week on the Wednesdays for about two hours or so. And then sometimes on a Friday or Saturday, if I want to do some, um, like, uh, other ponies or so, I just uh, put in the time there. Yeah, it's not too difficult with him now because he's quite independent then. He loves games himself, so you can just leave him with his laptop or Fortnite or something, uh, and he's he can go on it for hours. So uh, that's not too difficult. 
that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You, know, you see, that's the, that's the blessing of having family so close by and being able to, you know, grow them up in Durbs. Because that's where you are based. You're based in Durban still, uh -huh. there, okay? Yes. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, we're moving on to question number nine. This is my this is my favorite question, only because I kind of use this to fish out new material for myself. Um, it's what are your favorite, and you got to give me one of each, so so that I can well the people can know what your current is. You know, so in this time of your life, what is your favorite movie, series, music, and food? My favorite movie, and it's still at number one, is The Lord of the Rings. Uh, any which one. Yeah. Because I've watched each one about 15 times, perhaps. Okay. I just I'm, love the dialect, the I'm medieval, uh, the atmosphere, the scenery. Everything about it, the CGI and yeah, everything about Lord of the Rings. I've been thinking about playing that um, Shadow of Mordor game, Middle Earth. I think uh, I've got one of them, uh, Shadow of Mordor or Middle Earth or something like that. Uh, still got one on my library there. I need to get to it. Okay, favorite series, but, yeah. favorite show at the moment? Series, I'm not too big into, but I do watch some comedy, the 20 minute ones, you know, the 20 minute comedies. But the last series, Thing I've watched uh, was Snowpiercer, one thousand one cars long on Netflix. Uh, it's about a train and stuff. And yeah, on on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, someone su someone suggested that to me. I've got to watch it. Yeah, I've got to watch it. I love when they say the the, the part at the end. Don't tell Snowpiercer. me. Don't, no spoilers here. No spoilers here on Let's Talk FTC. That's the one. And your it's favorite nice. and your favorite music. Well, look, I know you you love your rap. Who's your favorite artist at the moment? Um, yeah, apart from loving the rap and hip hop and R&B, my favorite artist is still Chris Brown. Yeah, I just love the way he makes music, the beats and, oh, he doesn't produce the beats, but the way he sings and dance and yeah, he's Chris been Brown. on for like decades and still going strong. And yeah, I love Chris Brown music, any of his music. Yeah, awesome. Love it. awesome, awesome, awesome. And your favorite food? My favorite food is still going to be the Indian one. That's <laughs> mutton biryani. The reason why I like it so much is because I, I don't think I can cook that and make that well. So I have to have it from other people or buy it. Uh, <laughs> normally I do cook a bit. Yeah. Uh, some curries and roasts, etc. Uh, but that's one dish I couldn't make. So, yeah. I'm so it's, that's that funny dish. that you, you chose a food that... Um, that you find that you can't make as your favorite. That's that's awesome. <laughs> All right. So, um, guys, I'm about to get to the end of um, the interview here. Um, so if you guys got any questions that you want to ask, please feel free to drop your questions in chat and at Schultzable so that I've got it. Um, I think I saw Joe's here. He's done one there. Feel free to do that. And then I'll ask that right at the end. Okay. You know... We've chatted a lot about a lot of things today, tonight, yeah, tonight, yeah. And as a whole, everything that you have kind of done and what you are is all about community and just, you know, new ideas and new things to do. And, you know, it's wonderful that that's what you continue to do to grow this community. You came in as a fresh a breath of fresh air someone who just wanted to be involved no matter the circumstances no matter the things just said yes i'm doing it let's go let's grow let's be a part of it it's it's wonderful to see and i really commend you for it with these exciting nice. with this exciting yeah of course my man with these exciting ideas um they're far and few between so you recently had the combo champ competition you had 30 participants showing off their um, their love and dedication to the craft of combos. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what is next for AK Slay? Tell the people what you've got. You know, is anything hidden, something getting in the works? What's happening? Um, yeah, like I said like earlier on as well, like like variety, sometimes people say the game is dying, so I try to, you know, make different types of things. Like I said, the cot and the first to sevens and the... Uh, six-man tournament, the mirror exhibitions and stuff, like now I've done the combo exhibition because that gave people a lot of excitement and 
and fun to be had in that in that uh, trying to pull off these combos. Like uh, I also had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. You know, trying to maybe revive the game in a different way. You're not playing one v one or something. Just do some combos and also observing. Like you know, I've seen many of the players like Wesmanator and now wants to make the smile, making those short videos. And I said, yeah, what better way maybe get these guys in practice mode or of a real game uh, instant to get the clip or practice the combo and, and make your own very little combo for the Africa scene. And then we just showcase it all on one uh, channel. Um, and apart from that, yeah, that went well. And apart from that, maybe next, I'm just like um, taking things as it go. Um, wanted to actually speaking to Chimba as well, Killjoy. And also wanted to try and uh, have like an Africa league where people can, you know, uh, play out of stream times and stuff in their own, cool. in their own time, personal time. And then maybe at a certain time on the Wednesday on my stream, like get one of the guys, example, Killjoy, versing like about three or four guys on that one specific day. So it's your turn today versus three guys. Then it's going to be another guy's turn, you versus three guys. But in the interim, you are going to play everyone from Africa because it's like the Africa Combat League, or you can call it the Titans of Africa League. Yeah. Um, the, Titans of, the Titans yeah. of Africa Combat League. That sounds epic. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's great. All right. Um, before I conclude with the bonus round, um, we're going to have a look at chat for the people that have asked a couple of questions. Um, guys, feel free to ask anything, by the way. Nothing, everything is a go here. So I'm looking for at shoulders balls. I've seen, I'm just going all the way up to see. And guys, big thank you for everyone that's tuned in. You guys are all taking part in chat here. Um, Lord, Lord Slams, thank you for, you know, I'll keep up the good work. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, KFC these days, as oily as Shaldzibble's beard <laughs> from Stabs. Thanks. Anyone that says Shaldzibble is what I'm looking for here. Um, FGC Dad's increase from Andy Otem. Thank you so much, my man. Mr. Make a Smile in the flesh. What does it feel like? Okay, so Mr. Jeff's question is What does it feel like to be living so close to such a troll as big as Deathstroke 615? <laughs> <laughs> I've had the opportunity to, uh, first of all, yeah, um, visit about three. Uh, of the community members. Oh, lovely. And that was Kida Reborn. Yeah. Uh, the first one where we uh, spent some offline games at his house. He invited me to his home over the weekends and we went out as well, you know, to chalets and star fishing and lovely. spent a good, like great, some great times there. Uh, then I had an opportunity of meeting uh, Parasurama as well, the good old doctor. Hey, Parasurama. He visited my home and we played some offline there as well. Oh, good man. And lastly, it was... Lord Deathstroke in Goni, as you say, who is about uh, maybe about 40 or 50 Ks away from me. Oh, and I had the opportunity <laughs> of going to his home and playing with him as well. Uh, uh, nothing like yeah, to answer Jim's question, the troll, like you say, yeah, he's a troll in the chat on the Steam community as well. But uh, excellent person in real life. <laughs> yeah. Very good uh, guy. Uh, Good, good, good. But I'm sure you guys know. You guys always banter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, me and Gwyneth have loads of banter. He's loved, <laughs> loved him. He's always he's been a big he's been a big supporter of FGC Africa and all the streams from the start. He's always there. He's our biggest advocate. He's he's always mm -hmm. involved, and that's and that's what we want. That's always what we wanted. Yes. So Stabs asks, AK, Steers chips or McDonald's chips? Reptiles chips. Stabs, reptiles. <laughs> Stabs is always on about the reptile. Every time he hears reptile, or he always puts in the reptile. I'm surprised he didn't say anything about reptile at the moment. Uh, he said steers and McDonald's. I like steers because I like the fatty chips. I don't like the thin ones, which have like no, like in the meat terms, you know, no flesh in it. I like the fatty chips. I also like the fatty steers, chips. Yeah, yeah. Bilal asks, what characters, either MK or Guest, does he want to see in future MK11 if they do come? Um, you know, whilst the guys were rumoring about, uh, if that's a real word, rumoring about Havoc and stuff, I would like to see like someone like that, uh, cause I like the weird, 
like monster type uh, uh, people. But other than that, the monsters type, maybe someone like from Street Fighter, Ken also, he was my favorite in, in Street Fighter. <laughs> you wanna, do you want to do a cross, you want to do a cross play? Uh, crossplay in oh you mean from the Street Fighter generations I mean Street Fighter gaming and uh, Mortal Kombat yeah yeah okay, oh I, the I, weird characters which people don't usually play yeah and that's why I like try to be unique and just try to pick up someone that not many people play and try to yeah for, for learn for like sure. that yeah well that's what definitely happened with Collector so <laughs> final question comes in from Sanazuki who goes how many sons does AK have and is he willing to adopt me? <laughs> so Nazuki, you already are my, one of my sons that you don't know about. So, <laughs> yeah. Always a good old laugh with Sanazuki. Wow. Always entertaining, coming into the stream chats as well. Fantastic. Yeah, only have one son. Uh, one is, okay, I would like to have had about three children. Uh, oh, that's a three. In my life, right? I love children. Um, but yeah, one enough. One enough for now. And I got a long distance one that is you from Kenya, Sana. <laughs> so consider me your daddy. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Guys, thanks so much for taking part in the chat questions. I really appreciate you. Today is a premiere once again of something new. Um, previous season of um, Let's Talk If You See, we had the MK Fire Quiz. This season, we've just got the Speed Fire Fun Trivia Quiz name pending um I, I don't know what we're gonna call it but um it's different from last season but we're gonna base it in the first same way it's a first of five but in trivia questions and it's it's a first to five but it's out of seven just to kind of mess with you so yeah i'm gonna give you the rules okay it's pretty easy mm -hmm. chat please feel free to take part you're more than welcome to shout out answers but know that if ak looks at the chat he won't have enough time because you've got to answer it like there and then. Okay, so you got like five seconds. I'm mean, one, two, three, four, five. You don't answer it, you don't get the answer. Okay. Can I phone Mr. Make a Smile? Because he's the MK Geek. No, it's not a Mortal Kombat. That was previous season. This season, it's it's anything and anything. So I've got five trivia questions for you. You're going to have to answer them as best you can. Two of the questions are out of two which means that it's out of seven. So it's five questions out of seven. Are you ready? Uh, please pardon my goldfish memory. So what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> five questions. Okay, let's go. Quiz. <laughs> All right, you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Question one. All right. South Africa accounts for 80% of the world's production of which precious metal? Was it diamond or gold? Wrong. Moving on. Cool. Question number two. The, the correct answer is platinum. Yo. <laughs> Name four DLC characters from Mortal Kombat 9. Uh, I know. Kratos was there. Yeah. Yo. That's hard. <laughs> oh. Go on. DLC. DLC. Was it? Yo, yeah, I, I, but, you're looking at chat for way too long. Eh. And Balal, Balal gets it correct. Well done, Balal. You can give yourself the points there in the chat, my man. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, he's got in a couple: Rain, Scarlet, Freddy, Kratos. There we oh, go. I'm thinking about host characters. Damn. No, no, no. DL DLC, DLC. Okay. <laughs> Another um, another two point question potentially for you. Um, uh, where were the where were fortune cookies invented? Should be China. It's not China. Japan. It's a trick, it's a trick question. It is San Francisco, America. Yeah. Durban is the busiest port port in South Africa, and it is on which ocean? Um, Indian Ocean. Yay! Two points. Well done. Um, and 
out of these three curries, which is the hottest? Okay, we've got uh, it's Madras, Madras, Pathias, or Vindaloo. Um, I'm gonna say Vindaloo. Correct. Vindaloo. Another point to you, my man. Yay! I was going to say the one with the most masala in it is going to be the hardest one. <laughs> well, yeah, you just have to give me a question. I'm getting the question mm-hmm. late. Oh, you guys you guys did well. What did I get? Someone said Italy. Well, no, you got three out of seven. Yo. <laughs> so that puts you yeah, on the scoreboard. Like you're first because you're the first person <laughs> of the season. <laughs> but, I'll take that. But just just know that it, that is well. Look, I'm not going to make the questions any easier for the, for more people coming. So I think three points is is pretty high. And three is my favorite number, so well done. Yeah, three exactly. <laughs> Masala master, well done, everyone for getting the Vindaloo question. Yeah, <laughs> I know anything about curry. Yeah, well, that's definitely sure there. Guys, um, that was it for the bonus fire round. And that kind of reaches us to the end of the stream. Um, I appreciate you all tuning in on um, YouTube. I'm going to try um, do a Twitch raid, but I've only got one viewer there, so we'll, we'll leave that for another day. Um, all I can say is thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, please check out my YouTube. It's now exclusively Let's Talk FGC, so you're only going to see my podcast episodes. Um, more episodes obviously coming. Please follow me on Twitter. Also, obviously follow me on twitch.tv forward slash Shelzable. Um, like and subscribe to the video if you haven't. It goes obviously a really long way. Um, I'm obviously relaunching the, the show now. And this was the first episode featuring the man himself. Um, please the DM me with some uh, trivia questions if you'd like them featured on the next couple of episodes. Next week, we've got Mr. 5000. 5,000 buttons pressed is what we're going to be having next week. I'm really looking forward to um, chatting with him and getting to know him a little better. If you guys would like to get to know him a little better, please tune in. But this week, you got to know the man himself, A.K. Slay333, a whole lot better. And I even got to know you a whole lot better. And we've been mates for like two years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, that was wonderful, A.K. Uh, thank you so much for coming through and giving me a bit of your time to let the people know who you are so uh, thanks a lot from Charles. yeah yeah you're very very welcome my man um guys yeah. thank you to you for tuning in i see you all in the chat there for the people that tuned on on twitch that'll be rapture citizen thank you so much for chilling with us on twitch appreciate you and with like every single episode i ask my guest to close us out with a couple words okay you have the floor my man uh, yeah, once again, thanks, Shelzable, for uh, inviting me. Like I said, it was a privilege and an honor to be on his show. Guys, Shells also does a lot for the community. Sometimes you might not see his name there, but in the background, I know, like in FGC Africa, admin and stuff, uh, together with some of the other admins as well, um, hosting the CGL and Khan of Africa. There's a lot of work going around in the background. So uh, he's one of the good organizers, organizers as well and puts in a lot of work. Um, I'm sure you'd like to support him. Don't forget to follow him on his channel, subscribe, like, etc. And yeah, with that, I'd like to say, let's grow, let's go in everything we do. Hell Not. yeah. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>